You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Uh, it is time for Happy Hour. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Man Cave Happy Hour. We are here at the Stray Cat Lounge. Rock on. Broadcasting live on Podcast Detroit. Yay! Woo-hoo. Podcast Detroit. Radio. Matt Fox, how are you? His mic is not on. Yeah, and then... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> what was his name again? That guy. That guy. That guy. All right, got it. <laughs> Just making sure. And we also have uh, one Mr... Uh, Dave. Dave? I'll just I'll Just Dave, Dave tonight? I'm, I'm Dave from all the things. All right. From Podcast Detroit. Yes. IT and the D. Yes. And, and, and. And worst meatball sandwich ever. And yes. <laughs> and Thanks for joining us tonight, man. With the uh, owner of the, the Straight Cat Lounge, Scott. Yes. We have Mr. Scott Baumgart here with us. Thank you, Scott, for joining us this evening. Uh, thanks for coming in. Absolutely. Absolutely. I know Jack I think Dave and Scott go back a little ways, don't you? Actually, actually just met. Yeah, no. yeah, I just know his wife. <laughs> oh. Ooh. All right, good night, everybody. I'm sure you don't want those payments. <laughs> we also have a very uh, special guest with us as well, joining us. This is uh, Ryan Gallimore. He is from United Distributors. And he's actually going to help us and talk to us a little bit about cigars this evening. Because he knows a lot about cigars, and that is the whole point of the Man Cave Happy Hour. We Absolutely. love cigars, we just don't know that much about them. And so we get some help from some professionals who know what they're doing. And we like to talk about cocktails, cigars, and then have a little bit of fun along the way here for the Man Cave Happy Hour tonight. So we're drinking and we're smoking, right? That is it. That Excellent. I love to hear that. And smoking. Um, Wonderful. But, We can have some fun. We got some people here hanging out with us. Welcome, everybody. Thanks for joining us this evening. Make some noise if you could. Rock on. Thanks for being here. Something different that you don't get to see every other day. Little podcast, little man cave happy hour. Welcome. So, Jamie? Yeah, we'd like to uh, uh, play some games, too. Just uh, entertain people a little bit. My definition of a boombastic jest. And we uh, have a little game that uh, we guess the definition. Guess the um, definition. That is it. So we subject somebody to it. So you'll, you'll uh, join us on this. Okay. We're going to subject somebody to this. And uh, we each give them a definition. And somebody has to guess. So who wants to be our uh, first victim today? Who wants to play along? If you get this right, we'll buy you a drink. Who wants to, uh, anybody want to get in on this and uh, be our first victim? And we'll buy you a drink if you get this right. Jamie, I I don't like the fact that you've given me a question, but you don't tell me which answer is right. Um, The one, the the, the dot. The dot is the correct answer. How many drinks have you had? So, I, I like to feel smarter than everybody Bob, else. That's we have Bob here. Bob is going to be our first victim. Hey, Bob. And uh, so, Bob, tell us your name. Bob. Okay, thank you, Bob. <laughs> I'm so glad Bob is here. And uh, Bob, we're going to give you a word. Dave's going to give you a definition. Matt's going to give you a definition. I'll give you a definition. Ooh, ooh. I touch nothing. I touch nothing. 
I'm still recording just fine, for the record. It's not me. <laughs> I'm plugged in. I'm, no, I'm recording just wow. fine. I'm still smoking. Yay, live events! Yay! <laughs> Dude, I'm, I'm still, we're coming just fine. It's it's from there to the speakers. That is like crazy. All right. I'll just stop it. David. I have no yes. idea. If it's recording in there, you can hear it? Just yeah. Hey. All right, so we'll just keep it going. Live events. So, you. Uh, Bob, we're going to, the word is filter. It's P-H-I-L-T-E-R. The word is filter. 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 So it is. <laughs> it could be someone who gossips behind someone's back. Or, or, it or. it's actually what it is, is the, the filter inside of a pipe. They have a special name because it's a special. Yeah. A filter. Or, or it could be, it could be, Bob, just for you, a love, love. potion. A love potion. Someone who gossips behind someone's back. I'm going to go love potion. You went love number potion. Number nine. Love potion. Number nine. Number nine. Love potion is correct. So well done, Bob. You, you're, you get a drink. You'll get me a tap. Yeah, we'll talk about that. <laughs> oh, live events are fun. So we are at the Stray Cat Lounge. We are down here in Clinton Township, correct? Yes. At the Stray Cat Lounge. Stray Cat Lounge. How long has Stray Cat Lounge been here now? We're going on four years. Four years now. That's a lot. That's great. So what, what made you want to start here in Clinton Township, Stray Cat? Actually, we had another location previous to this in Gross Point Woods called, okay. called Robusto's Martini Lounge. Nice. It was okay. also a cigar bar, and we were there for 12 years Wow. when our lease ran out, and uh, we're looking for another location. We moved up this way where a lot of our clients uh, came from. Okay. And we still have um, probably about 20% of our original clientele come to this location. Wow, so they make the, they make the journey over from Gross Point over here Correct. to Clinton Township. Yes. That's really awesome. That's a great following. Really is a great following. So... Thank you for having us. This is something new that uh, we have not, that we're trying to do here for you guys. All right. Trying to help you guys kind of boost you up. You have a live entertainment here tonight. Actually, we have live entertainment several nights a week. On uh, Mondays, we have blues. And on Wednesdays, we have jazz. And Thursdays, is disco night. And Friday and Saturday nights, we have disco live, night. high energy music. You have disco night. Yes, on Thursdays. Is it real disco or is it Absolutely. 80s disco? It's both real and 80s. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> so awesome. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Yeah, so we're cigar friendly. Have a bunch of different boozes. We also have food. Okay. Um, we have gourmet appetizers or small plates kind of food here also. Oh wow! I haven't had the food yet. I'm excited to try it. <laughs> I haven't eaten yet, but we're gonna drink first. Is it very good? Ryan would know. Ryan, you're what six nine? What three eighty? You're a big guy. You walked in tonight. I went. That's a big guy. You know. So <laughs> but Ryan's our local expert. And he's a, he's a distributor here. Scott, you work with Ryan, right? Oh, and everything yeah, that you see together, behind yes. us here, that, that's the, what you guys work on together. Is that correct? Yes. Awesome. Awesome. So, Ryan, introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about yourself and how you kind of go about being a cigar expert. Mm. Uh, I spent uh, 10 years now in the cigar industry. Okay. Uh, from 
retail to manufacturing to distributing. Currently, I'm a distributor for Michigan. Oh, all Michigan. Now, United, is that a, that's in Michigan. Is it also down in, it's in Florida as well? I also still manufacture swinger cigars. Okay, okay. Nice. Wow, okay. Wow, excellent. So we're, we're going to actually have a cigar tonight. We're actually going to talk through it. We're going to talk about the cut of the cigar, how to do that. right? We're also going to grab a drink, and we're going to have a cocktail along with that cigar as well. So we're going to kind of talk through that. But for the cut of the cigar itself, we kind of want to get into that. You know, how, how, What was your preference of a cut? You know, is it more what you want to do? Is it more what the clientele wants to do? Kind of give me some uh, indication as to what the well, clients look for. There's actually Scott. three cuts of a cigar that we use here. We use both a, uh, our, we use a straight cut, a straight cut, a, a okay. V cut, right, and a punch. All right, and a punch is basically a hole in the end of the cigar. A straight cut's what it sounds like. It's a straight cut off the end, and a V actually makes a V shape in the back of the cigar. And, and the V, the V, if if you do it right, it doesn't block the nicotine from from the cigar at all. If you do it correctly, it or it doesn't block the enjoyment of smoking this cigar. Gotcha. Actually, 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 to have some fun with the staff at a cigar bar, I would actually ask them to punch a torpedo, just to just to make them laugh. You know, because it's the hardest thing to do is to punch a torpedo. So, but we're gonna talk through this, and we actually, you guys picked a cigar for us tonight. Is that correct? Correct. All right. So, what are we what are we looking at tonight, cigar wise, to smoke on? Gloria Cubana, a series on Esteli. Uh, Nick, okay. We're talking about that. It's not a Maduro. It's not a Maduro. They do have a Maduro version. Okay. Um, but the Gloria Cubana, just a little history of it, is uh, Esto Carrillo. He's a uh, Cuban American. Mm-hmm. Uh, he manufactured La uh, uh, Gloria Cubana in Miami. Okay. Caliocho. He then um, sold the company a few years ago to. Was, uh, for, for how much? Was it one? Uh, it was. Uh, it was up there. Was it up there? Yeah, it was. It was up there. <laughs> that was the general cigar portfolio. He sold yeah. to general. Yeah. Um, and the Lagoya family, when it was um, received by general, they kept Ernesto on as a platinum. Okay. And this is the last project that Ernesto did before he left general to create his own family. Wow. Which is called the Wow. Okay. I'm actually looking forward to smoking that this yeah, evening. So his, last, yeah. uh, his last production in general. Oh, wow. All right. All right. And the plan was uh, to pair that up with um, Elijah Craig? Yes, we're going to use Elijah Craig bourbon, and we're using the regular Elijah Craig, which is a 94 proof. Uh, we okay. chose that one over the small batch for a couple of reasons. One, it's affordable. It's about $40 a bottle for the uh, typical consumer, and it's also available. When you get into some of the other bourbons, like even the small batch, you cannot go to every store or bar and find it on the shelf. So we decided to choose something that was um, uh, available to the regular person that they can go into a sto- uh, store, they can go into a bar and get. And it's also an affordable range, but it's also a quality product. So you didn't wow. want to do the Pappy. No Pappy today. No Pappy today. We do have Pappy Van Winkle here, but I'm sorry that we can't sample that today. Uh, well, can everybody go buy the Pappy? No, you can't no. get Pappy at so uh, very few locations. Tell something that's special. Not many bars carry that. So you have that here. What exactly is it? And then how much is it? Well, Pappy Van Winkle is one of those things that uh, has um, a big stigma or mystique uh, built around it. Uh, we happen to carry currently the 23-year. 
Um, street value on a bottle of that currently in the Metro Detroit area is three to four thousand dollars a bottle if you can get your hands on it. Um, we're selling it for one hundred forty-five dollars a shot, wow. and we have several customers that come in here and enjoy that type of bourbon. Um, I look at it as a Halo brand. It's on our shelf. Not everybody can afford it, but when people come here and see it, they say we're serious about our bourbons, whiskeys, and scotches. So we have over a hundred brown liquors on the shelf at all times, which consists of different types of scotches, the bourbons, and uh, many of the single malt or single style whiskeys. So Scott, I'll take one of each. Is that okay? Is that be all right? I'll line them up. <laughs> Just line them up. <laughs> That's, uh... Yeah, another thing. Another thing we're going to do too is when we drink this particular bourbon, yeah. we're going to drink it on an ice ball. Okay. And the reason we're putting it on an ice ball is to get a little bit of a chill. Right. But an ice ball melts much slower yep. than ice cubes, okay. so it doesn't taint the flavor, but it does chill the flavor of the the bourbon. All right. So we'll, uh, let's unwrap the cigars. Yep. And, and so, uh, we'll, Thank uh, you, sir. Yeah, have Rhonda uh, come over. Awesome. So while we're doing, go ahead. Um, <laughs> he's double fisting it over here, man. <laughs> he's got two. He's got two in. the cellophane? Yeah. So the proper way is to bite the cellophane. Oh, Are you messing with me? Yeah. Anyway, you, I mean, get the cellophane off of it. Is a cigar cellophane? Um, you want to get that off first? Now there's a wrapper at the top of it. Do I grab the wrapper at the top? All right. All right. Got it. Uh, also. Make sure if your cigar has a foot band or cedar or leaf by Oscar, take the leaf off. You don't want to uh, smoke that. So. No? Okay. <laughs> you look like you were going to. I want to say, yeah. Uh, uh, isn't that the flavor? Is that the flavor? And when you do remove it, you have to remove it carefully so you don't tear the wrapper of the cigar. Oh, uh, okay. So if it slides off, you can slide off. If not, I'll tear it off. Hold it off yeah. easily. I don't want to touch the wrapper because it's oil in my fingers and such. But absolutely, yeah. it's going to ruin the cigar. Right, right, right. That's the foot there. There, I did it! Yay, go me! All right. And then the head of the cigar is what you're going to be cutting. And so are we cutting these? Or are... or be cutting? So we'll give you a preference option. The punch, if you want to use it, it stops the amount of tobacco that goes to your mouth. It just cuts enough hole for airflow. Okay. Got it. The V cut also does the same thing, but it gives you a little bit more opening, more breathing room. Hmm. And then your straight cut is going to take the, the cap off, right. which gives you a nice even. Uh, yeah. Typically, I'm a straight cut guy yeah. or a punch, but I've never done the V cut before, so I'm actually going to try the V cut tonight, okay. if that's all right with you. No, so perfect. I don't know how to do that, though. We're do that. <laughs> um, something you should do, though, before you cut your cigar. Yeah. It's uh, more of an advanced thing. But your nose is most of your palate. So turn your cigar upside down. Look at the foot. It takes a nice draw through the nose, smelling the foot. You put it right up to your nose. Here you go. Smell. That's, that smells that's full. Yeah, that does smell full. That was properly fermented. You might not smell some ammonia or anything like that. So you want to smell nice and clean. Okay. I, I smell spices. Why do I smell spices? Is there going to be some spice in here? Yeah, it's not right. wonderful. You've got a nice mild cigar. <laughs> So we got the most fullest body cigar in the year, which is good, because uh, this cigar is from Esteli, 
All right. All right. Thank you, Scott. So for the B cut, here, you want to do that for me? <laughs> sure. so, I'll, I'll destroy it. What's that? Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. Oh, get that, that one. No, 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 not that. You see, no, that's no, why no. we do this. You know, he just yelled at me for almost sucking on the cigar. So, you know? Yeah. He said, get it wet. You know, what else are you going to do, man? <laughs> you don't know where that's been. <laughs> Which is totally acceptable for, for this purpose, but it's not your color. All right. So cigar etiquette 101, you don't want to get a cigar wet and then borrow something's color because that's just... That's just gross. Okay, understood. Hygiene. It's all about hygiene. Try to get over the ashtray. So you're just going to place it inside of the press of the I've never done a V-cut before. That's interesting. Thank you very yeah, much for that, Ryan. Before you light your cigar, yes. you're going to also want to draw it again with mouth. Yep. So I can, I, I can actually yeah. use Okay. <laughs> wow, that's full. Yeah, that's full. I like that. All right, go ahead and cut, give yourself a cut there. Do a V-cut too, man. Jamie, what kind of V, what kind of cut you're looking at doing tonight? I was going to get this cut. It's a nice... You gonna do a punch? So what do I what do I what do I do when I'm going to punch the cigar? Now for the punch, to be honest with you, it's still not a good thing to do for the community, but it is a little <laughs> bit better if you do like that. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Right. <laughs> go ahead and, and center it in the cigar, and then kind of twist a little bit lightly as you as you're putting some force to it. All right. I'm gonna borrow your torture. Come on, Jamie. <laughs> Punch that. You want to make sure he's supposed to go all the way down? Yeah, you want to yes, get it all the way in there, man. All the way in there. Yeah. Go down all the way. All the way in. So, Dave, what kind of a uh, what kind of a uh, cut? I went straight cut. You want straight cut? Scott, what are you going to be doing here? I'm actually going to use a V cut, but one of the things I also wanted to mention. Yeah, please. On the end of the cigar, this is considered the cap. The right. cap is glued on, and the purpose of the cap is to hold the leaf wrapper together right. from unraveling. Mm-hmm. So when you're using a straight cut, you never want to go so far up on the cigar. Right. You want to. You really want to really. Correct. You just yeah. want to be at the very end if you're using yeah. a straight cut. See, hey, you're proud of myself. If you're a beginner, <laughs> this. No, I'm going to use a V. If you're a beginner and you're not familiar with how to use a cutter, it's a really good trick. Take a cutter, normal blade cutter, yep. you set it on a table, you cut your cigar, you just let the cigar. Down, and that gives you a perfect cut huh. when you cut it like this. That takes just a cup off. Nice. So you put the, actually put the cutter on the table, then place the, the bottom of the cigar, or not the foot, the cap, right? <laughs> Too much. Okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. You can always cut more. Right. You can Right. But why cut more? Then you're just you're, you're taking the cigar away from yourself at that point, right? <laughs> Excellent. So so we light with torch or matches. Is there a certain way to light a cigar that might help the flavor of it? A preferable way to do it? There is different preferences. Um, you just use a Zippo. 
I did. That was one is one option. <laughs> a lot of people with cigars don't use it most because of the gas. That's the gas. I, it has yeah. a special taste to it. Dave, are you addicted to the gas, Dave? Is that what it is? I kind of am. All right. I like the gas. Yeah, I like the gas. All right. Most of you use a butane lighter, which is common today, is because uh, butane is distilled, it's more proper. My right. whole thing is I already carry three Zippos on me if I carry yeah. a butane lighter, too. I'm my pockets are that much heavier. Right, right. Fun trick, you guys can all use a butane lighter that will pass out. But I will do a fun little trick for you guys, which is using cedar. Cedar? You're going to use a cedar wrap? Oh, funny story while you're doing that. Funny story about a buddy of mine. He actually, when we started golfing a long time ago, and we started smoking cigars at the same time when we started golfing, we're, we're, we're novice golfers. We, yeah, we, we, we suck at golf is what it comes down to. We also were not very good at smoking cigars, and he actually got a cedar wrap cigar. And we're on the second hole, and he's putting, and he's got the cigar hanging out of his mouth, and he's leaning down, and he, take, and he inhales. He takes a, takes a hit of the cigar, and the... Cedar ignites right into his face. It's just, right, just, we started laughing our asses off. Like, dude, take the cedar off. It's not about the cedar. It's about the cigar. So like, no, it's part of the cedar. No, it's not. He just ignited his entire face in, fi- in fire. It was the funniest thing we'd ever seen. Yeah, you're a so. Michael Jackson Pepsi commercial. Exactly, exactly is what it was, yeah. So you're going to actually re- light the cigar with a cedar... Paper, right? So some boxes have a cedar insert. Uh, you see, you get a piece of it. A lot of cigar shops have it laying around. Um, and what you would do, get you a pure taste of cigar. Yeah. Is that right? He let the cedar wrap. You actually just let the cedar on fire. Let it burn for a second and get a nice burn going. Right? See, I'm neither that classy nor that important. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to grab my Bic butane lighter. <laughs> right? <laughs> is that a gas light? Is that a gas stove? Yeah. Click, click, click. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> See, I'm, uh, I'd be on fire at this point. I would, I would have hurt myself with someone nearby. And we're going Nice. All right. Hopefully, yes. Yeah, it's out. Good. <laughs> Well done, man. Thanks for that. Appreciate that. Excellent. All right. I think I might uh, play it safe and go with Yeah, I'm going with Torchlighter. It's probably the easiest. <laughs> yeah. But that is something you see in a lot of cigar shops across the country. When you're purchasing your cigars, they have cedar sitting there, and they'll give you cedar pills. So long as it come wrapped in the cedar already, that's kind of... You could use that for that. Light. Is it, what, what's the purpose of that? Just for uh, flavor or just half of the packaging? Aging it in the cedar. Huh. It's making it a more pure light because when you're using the Zippo, you can actually taste the flavor through. Same thing with people that are using safety matches. When you light a safety match, the flavor comes through the cigar and actually taints the flavor. So when you're using matches, you want the non-safety version of matches. Let me see that real quick. Oh, that's yours, right? Just a different option. All right, again. The best way to smoke a cigar is the way that makes you feel comfortable, relaxed. That's, that's the best way. Got it. Wow. Well, cigar is meant for special occasions, right? You know, if you're on the road, you're driving somewhere, someone someone ticks you off, you know, can't have a cigar in your hand and throw it at them. That's wasting a good cigar, right? But, you know, cigar is more for a special occasion, you know, birth of a child or anniversary or 
Thanksgiving or something to that effect, right? That's what a cigar is for, right? It's for well, a special occasion. Cigars really are a lot. Uh, for a lot of people, are a luxury item nowadays. Yeah. And I've seen an increase in cigar smoking most recently. There seemed to be a dip a couple of years ago, and it seems like it's really coming back for all ages, not just older people. But I'm finding younger people are coming in here and asking for cigars and smoking uh, cigars and getting started in it versus cigarettes or other types of things. Right. And I find, like you mentioned, it could be for a special occasion. Sure. It could be celebrating, but people also use it to relax. Sure. There's a lot of people talking about using cigars and they also use them to talk with their hands to right right know, to, uh, <laughs> well, get your point well, across main, so I, I feel like i'm opening my, I'm, i am and I, I admit this i'm opening myself up to judgment yes. and i'm good with that so like those of us that like so i've got a mccallan 18 sitting here in my glass i do that do you hate me or am i okay it's whatever you like to do, no, it's do you enjoy it because it's flavor you like it yeah enjoy it okay that's fair enough, right? I, I was waiting for judgment. I'm okay no with that. Is that allowed? Sure. Is it no judgment zone, isn't it? I, I hope so. No. No? no? There's plenty of judgment here. All right, good. Many people dip the cigars. Um, there's cigars that are sweet cap and have sugar on the tip. There's many variations. And yes, 12. Thank you. But yeah, so you can do whatever you like. A lot of people do that with Johnny Blue. Dip it in the it's it like it, it's yeah. a good it's a good aftertaste. Yeah, and that's something you enjoy. Yeah. Personally, for me, I enjoy the taste of the tobacco, but some people use that to offset. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, no, to me it's not an offset. It's a it's a plus one. Plus one. Yeah. Okay. So what what do we have to drink to go along with these cigars? Now that our cigars are lit. Right. It took us a while to light the cigars, this right? Is the, um, the Eliza Craig, okay, twelve-year uh, bourbon, gotcha, on an ice ball. If you smell it, each person kind of gets their own notes yeah. out of it. But uh, this kind of has a little bit of spice and vanilla to it. Yep, and I being smell that the it's ninety-four proof, when you sip it, you should be able to taste the barrel. But it may have a. Touch you don't want me to alcohol. shoot it. You just want me to sip it. Again, whatever makes you happy. All right, fire. Yeah, no, I wouldn't shoot that. <laughs> no. I like the watch. You want to, I'm not shooting this. Are you crazy? <laughs> wow. That's got some spice to it. It definitely does. Okay. It, might, it matches really well with the, the full body flavor of what we're smoking on right now. These things are awesome. La Gloria. La Gloria Cubana, right? Yeah. Excellent. That's, I like so it's a Series R from Esteli, right? So it's a pure. It's a what? Gotcha. Um, the filler, uh, which is your binder, and then your filler wrap, uh, leaf comes from Esteli. Okay. Your wrapper comes from a, a region of Nicaragua called the Lapas. It's the northern region of the country, right on the border of Honduras, but it also gets a lot of direct sunlight, a lot of good soil, rich nutrients, which creates that whole body of smoke that you can taste. Huh. Your wrapper leaf is very important because that's what actually touches your palate. Right. That, that's where the flavor is coming from in the cigar. Not so much the tobacco, but the wrapper itself. That My understanding is that that's where the flavor is, is in the wrapper. So that's important as to where it's being grown and where it's being manufactured and what have you, right? Absolutely. And then um, the filler helps create the balance. So you're getting your flavor on the palate, but that smoke is going to create the balance. When you're talking about your palate... You're going to want different yeah. levels of balance. You want the front of your palate, the back of your palate, the 
either. Go ahead. Sure. Dude, I'm just dipping. So yeah. No, 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 no. Dip and hold. Mm-hmm. Give it a sec. Excellent. And, and so, Scott, you you picked this drink specifically to pair with this cigar. Well, I picked this drink specifically not necessarily for this cigar. It was in right. the genre of this type of a flavor of okay. cigar. Okay. Again, I wanted to pick it something that was approachable a, for the typical person to be able to find at a bar or at a store like and also to enjoy it at home. Something Which, that was for that me the right person can also get and enjoy. Gotcha. But All it's right. also not considered low end. It's kind of a, a moderate uh, type of a bourbon. Something that's also flavorful and consistent. Excellent. Excellent. So, do you any do any, any type of specials here on the bourbon, the whiskey that you have here? Ever so often, or actually, yes, we do. Especially uh, since nobody here in the bar can hear you right now. So yeah. I just gotta ask. Is it, our listeners are <laughs> there, so we actually have different. It's seventy-five percent uh, off. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> so those in podcast land. Hey, guess what? <laughs> yeah, but yeah, we run different specials every night of the uh, week. So we have certain nights that have a bourbon that's uh, special and whiskeys. And wines and martinis. So depending nice. on the night of the, the week, we have different specials. Perfect, perfect. So do we want to play more games? Yeah, it is kind of tough. We can play but amongst ourselves. Here's my question about the, the cigar and yes. the tobaccos itself. Um, from the time it's picked to we're holding it here, it ends up in a box on the shelf. What's, what's the time frame on, on that? Well, that varies from every cigar. But okay. we're going to look at about three years. See, I have a related question. What's the time investment on I light a cigar until I'm ready to put it out? Okay, again, um, cigars come in sizes. Yep. So basically, size, size matters. Size, size always matters, man. <laughs> <laughs> Like so, like I mean, this is a pretty standard cigar. So this would be a, a fairly larger cigar, but it's more standard for the American market. Right. This is in the uh, let's say five by six by fifty four. Not quite a Churchill, but it's a Toro Grande. Okay. This will typically take about an hour forty five. If you smoke that. Okay, like that's my question. Is like, so what's what's my time investment when I'm going into this? Yeah, about an hour, hour, four, hour and a half to an hour. Four. If you like to smoke it fast, it can be done in thirty minutes. Yeah, steamroll it. Sure, why not? <laughs> okay. Right. Another interesting note, in my opinion, about cigars. Sure. Cigars are very much like wine. Cigars age like wine does. If you keep them in the proper humidification and the proper temperature range. They'll last for a long time, and they actually many times get better with age, just like wine does. Another thing I think is important about cigars is you don't always have to buy the most expensive, just like wine. You don't always have to buy the most expensive. Oh, God. There's yeah. a lot of no. great cigars out there for moderate pricing. Yep. And you should always enjoy what you like, whether it's a $5 cigar or a $50 cigar. Sure. Correct. Yeah, Absolutely. So there's a lot of different things, and it's always what you like, just like wine. You can find a lot of different wines that you might really enjoy that other people don't. But it's or, very similar. I find or parallels pretend they cigars. Don't. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's a lot of value smokes out there that are good. Between five, I call it value smoke between five and seven dollars. And I think there's a lot of good cigars there. And I think seven to ten dollars is really what, what you focus on is a good range for uh, intermediate smokers. Casual, so, yeah, casual, casual smoker, smoker, yeah. yeah. Uh, this would be in that seven to ten dollars range. So, so, so case in point, you say about keeping the cigar, you know, makes it last longer, the wine, it tastes better over time or what have you. Just over the Thanksgiving break, right? 
I actually purchased a cigar three days before Thanksgiving, and I do not own a humidor. What is the best way? Because a lot of folks probably don't own a humidor themselves. What is the best way to actually store a cigar for a couple of days until they're ready to smoke it? What, what would you suggest in that regard? Yeah. Seven degrees Fahrenheit, right? Yeah, right. Our room temperature. Um, seven degrees humidity would be preferred, but you're not always going to have that. Right. So not in Michigan, no. 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 So to keep the humidity, two, um, two options, Tupperware. Tupperware works great. Okay. Um, Ziploc bags. Okay. That's for about two to three days. What about, do you keep it in the wrapper and in the Tupperware at the yes. same time? Yes. And do you put anything in the Tupperware with it at all? If you want to keep it for a couple of days, not necessary. Okay. All right. It lasts about three to five days. You're gonna want to add some type of humidification. Uh, they sell at the uh, cigar shops. They sell different types of things that you could actually put in there. Okay. Keep the humidity for you. Whether it's a little pack that looks like a little envelope, sure, or a little jar of beads, or like a little foam style type um, that you can wet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, device that you can put in there to keep. So it someone just leaves it on their counter in a box or what have you. That's not the best way to do it. Because I know a lot of people that actually do that, but that's just not the best way. And those little pillars are pretty expensive. They're a dollar, two dollars. So the investment of two dollars to save maybe a couple cigars instead of $30, $40. Sure. It's a little insurance policy. All right. So like it. So if the humidor goes dry, so you have a shoebox size humidor at your house, and you got the little pump things in it, and it goes dry on you. Oh, cigars are dry, dry too, right? Yeah. Um, is there a way to bring it? Are you bringing it back or like? The Can you bring it back to life? Yeah. <laughs> it, it is possible. It is possible to save it. It'll take a little bit longer, right? To get up the humidity. Um, but when you do season your humidor, it's recommended to take the cigars out. Um, get this humidor reseasoned, up the moisture speed, and then re-insert the cigars. You don't want to set the cigars in over humidity or water. It's gonna that damage the wrapper. Uh, you don't want to set it in too moist. Also, mold is created too. So you want to use a distilled water. That's not the worst in that, right? I've never had that pleasure of doing that either, yeah. so I don't want to. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. So, which one of you would actually consider yourself a tobacconist, out of curiosity? This guy right here? Would you consider yourself a connoisseur of cigars or more of a liquor, or what would you consider yourself, Scott? I like, I'm a connoisseur of cigars. Okay. I do enjoy different types of liquors, sure. wines, and alcoholic beverages. Oh, craft beers and, and all. Yeah, right. But just being in the business, yeah. I'm more in a retail environment because I'm in retailing the cigars here gotcha. within the cigar lounge, the cigar bar. So you, you had a play, you had another establishment prior to being here. Correct. It was 12 years over in Gross Point Woods, Correct. you said, right? So, what was the name of that one? It's called Robusto's. Robusto's. And Robusto's is actually the size of a cigar. So, that's kind of our, our trademark. Ah, the okay. size of a cigar. It was very recognizable to the people that were in the cigar business. I like that. Um, it was a little bit different kind of place in here. It was a two-story location, mm-hmm. dark wood, and it was built in 2000. Um, so, when we closed that place and came here, everything here was new, fresh, more innovative at this location. But we kept... The same type of service, sure. quality, and expanded many things and made everything better than what we had over there. Right. So, uh, Stray Cat, I, I have to know, where did Stray Cat, the name, the come from? The funny thing is I actually forgot, but we had a list that probably had a 100 different names that uh, my wife and I put together. Sure. And we would go through the list and ask different people, and then we cross things off because we saw it somewhere else or people didn't understand it. And somehow Stray Cat struck. Um, in a way, it's kind of like forging your own territory like a stray cat would kind of going on 
going on your own. Sure. And it was kind of a fun play on uh, name. So it has nothing to do with Brian Setzer and the Stray Cats. No. Good. No, I just want I just want to clear cat that round. Not Stray Cats. Good. I just want to clear that air. Make sure we're all good. <laughs> actually, none. But there are martinis on our menu named after my children. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Actually, the kids uh, kind of fought back and forth, and he said we couldn't name it under of one of the children because the other one was going to be mad. So that's why we have martinis on the menu, one named after each one. Fair enough. Fair enough. Now, uh, Ryan, you were actually telling me that you've actually driven through, you actually flew into Nicaragua, right? You went today, but there was a road that is the most dangerous road in the world. Is no, that... I don't know about the world. Okay, it's, but in that area then. It is. It's the Pan American Highway. It goes All right. from Panama to Alaska. Okay. Um, but it's the only road to get from Managua to Esteli. Just the back of the gotcha. And you were telling me Esteli is, you know, but there's a fork of the road. One is. One goes over to country. Right? Yeah. That's actually pretty cool. Pretty funny. The funny part about uh, driving from Managua to Esteli, it's only about a 45 minute drive. Huh. But it takes you two and a half hours because you're going around volcanoes, mountains, cliffs, up and down hills, uh, cows, horses, traffic, buggies, and everything else that can be done. Merchants who like to start a shop in the middle of the road. Wow. Um, yeah. Cool. Yeah, so you, you've actually ventured in that in that area. Yes. All right. When was the last time you were there? Uh, November last year. Actually. Okay. Yeah, pretty nice there this time of year. If you want to go on vacation, that's where you want to go. <laughs> or the Dominican, right? You go, okay, fair enough. I prefer the Gotcha, gotcha. Is there like a, a, a holy grail of a cigar for you that you haven't had yet that you would like to have? That's a good question. Um, no, I'll just stand back and let you answer that one. So what's, what's, been, the, what's been a five-star for you that you're like, it's just like a super special thing when you want to, you want to go back to it? You know, the other day I had a good cigar. It's so crazy. Um, I was given a cigar called the Partagas Ramone Ramone. And I never had it before. There's a lot of cigars that smoke many cigars over the years. And it was given to me. It's a $7, $8 cigar. And I enjoyed it so much that I had to call the manufacturer and say, I need some more of these because it's just that good. You need seven dollars for that. Um, as far as a holy grail, we have your Liga Pomados, your Opus X's. That's kind of what people search for these days. Um, some of the Davidoff lines. And, uh, Which we happen to carry all those here. We happen to carry all of them here at Shake Cat Lounge. Um, I think the Opus is the most sought after. Opus and Liga. Absolutely. People are, are always looking for uh, the Opus and the Liga, absolutely. And I enjoy the Liga. Liga's, uh, and the interesting part of Opus and Liga, Liga's made in Nicaragua, and Opus is made in the Dominican Republic. So it's both of the Holy Grails for each country. Okay. Which is interesting. I guess There's a selection here at the Straight Cat. It's, kinda, it's a little bit on the high end. You, uh, you do it up nice. There's... Uh, well, we thought about our menu going with the type of clientele that we have here. And the type of clientele is not the swisher sweet kind of clientele. Right. So we went for the things for both the beginner and the intermediate to cigar lover. So we tried to put a little bit of everything in there. Sure. There are some other cigars. I'm not going to say there's not better cigars out there. Are ones that they call boutique that are the specialty cigars. But for our type of clientele, they're looking for some more name recognition, more typical um, broad type names that they can see 
or understand the cigars versus coming in here for the boutique type of cigars. Okay. Well, I think also, and just to mention on the humor, yeah. they have a balance of that. There, there is all the big names. There's a few boutiques that are in there. And there's a few names that are in there that were boutiques that have become now mainstream. Nick Podomo in the 90s was super boutique, um, but Podomo is now a mainstream brand. Same with League of Provider. That was considered a boutique five years ago. Okay. Now you're in the mainstream with it. So I think, I think he's adjusted to the boutique atmosphere with the name brands, and that also has a nice selection like Tatuahi and stuff like that to do a little bit. Because our clientele that comes in here, about a third, have never smoked a cigar before. So they're looking for something for their first time, which many times is a very mild or a flavored type cigar. And then you have people that come in here that are more what I am, an intermediate type of cigar smoker. And they sure. look in there and find what they're really looking for. And then we have some people that come in here that are really over-the-top experts. And they usually bring their own type of cigar in here because they're looking for something very specific that we may not sell because it's not something known to everybody. Okay. And the okay. price range we have here, too, ranges from the $5 range all the way up to the $35 range. Wow. The typical cigars being, give or take, the $10. Right, right, right. And I, and Go ahead, Ryan. No, please. You brought up boutiques. Yeah. And I think it's such an interesting topic when it comes to cigars, is the word boutique. What does boutique mean? Um, some people have said you don't make over a million cigars. Um, I manufacture under 50,000 cigars. So what is really the definition of boutique? And I think it's a real bad term. It's one of the worst terms in the industry because... To me, if you're a small company, you're trying to become a big company. Mm-hmm. That's the goal, right? So calling you a boutique teacher is a section or an area that you don't really want to be in forever. How do you transition? Um, also, though, with Liga Provada, it's limited. They don't roll more than 200 cigars a day at one table. So some cigars are 400 rolled a day at a table. That's, so that's that just mass product, production at that point, right? Well, it depends. So... This company, Liga Provada, is owned by Drew Estate. Okay. Drew Estate makes acid cigars, underground cigars, uh, mini cigars out of Nicaragua. But being that Liga Provada is so limited, it would be considered a boutique production, right? It's a, it's a limited production. Right. You can't get it anywhere. So even though the company is now owned by Swisher and is very large, a part of their portfolio is still considered boutique hmm. based on the definition, right? So, right. Um, it's a little interesting part about the way boutique. No, Opus X only comes out once or twice a year, so you can only get it in select atmospheres across the country. Right. And people, people search for that. Oh, and you were smoking an Opus before you started smoking. I was smoking Opus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, two in his hand at one point in time. He didn't know which way to go. It was actually pretty funny. But that's the good thing about Stray Cat here. Um, they have the selection of the rare stuff yeah. and that everyday um, cigar smoker. Yes, love that. It's a great. It's a good experience. They have some of the latest too. Oh yes, absolutely. The flavored cigar. Tatiana, acid, right, vanilla, rum, vanilla, chocolate, correct, right, and that's not only just for the ladies. I'm finding a lot of men or beginner cigar smokers absolutely are trying some of the flavors now too. Good friend of mine a couple weeks ago, he actually had a chocolate. He actually made a had himself a chocolate drink and a chocolate cigar at the same time. It was he was like it's dessert, right? (laughs) I'm like, enjoy your dessert. I smoked a flavored cigar yesterday called the Upset. I enjoyed it. The upside. Upsetter. 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 There's a, it's a new brand. Got it. And uh, it's infused with a herbal infusion. It's from the original founder uh, or blender from Drew State. So it's a new project to work. And nice. not all the flavored cigars are things like uh, the vanilla or the chocolate or, or rum. We actually right. have some cigars here, too, that are infused with Maker's Mark, yep. the okay. bourbon. And then we'll also have some that are cognac infused, okay. too. 
So they would actually pair well with a maker's mark. Yes, correct. Right, okay. And they have a very nice aroma when people are smoking them. Nice. All right. Very cool. Let's show you how popular this is. Oh, oh, absolutely I'm popular. Feeling, I'm feeling pretty informed again, man. I have, been, I have not been this informed in a, couple, in a long time, actually. I feel, I feel so much smarter now, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Scott, we really appreciate you having us out here at the, the Straight Cat Lounge. Absolutely. Yeah. You guys. And, uh, we're turn it back over to the band. Yeah, band's got to go back on. Yeah. Move out of the way and let them get back up on the stage. All right. Yep. Thanks, guys, for coming out. Thanks. Appreciate it.